Hey, well, welcome. I am so glad you guys joined us today. I'm Paul. I'm one of the pastors here at Mariner's Church. Hey, 2020 is almost over. What a year it's been, huh? Uh, we were going to put some highlight pictures up. We couldn't, we, couldn't find, we couldn't find any. You know, even that so-called Christmas star that we were supposed to look at, even that was, what? Yeah, it was just meh. Mattel released Quarantine Barbie, and uh, here she is right here, Quarantine Barbie right now. This is the Will I Ever Wear Jeans Again edition. comes with stretch pants. It comes with pizza and ranch dressing, Briar's ice cream, and Mother's cookies. We were able to find some uh, memes uh, if 2020 was, and, 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 and these were really funny too. If 2020 was a swing, it would be this. If 2020 was a car, it would look like this. If 2020 was a scented candle, here you go, it would be this. If 2020 was a pinata, it would look like this. And this last one I love, if 2020 were a bag of chips, it would be this. And because of that, because 2020 has been just so nutty and so crazy, we really said, let's try and end this thing with joy. And so we are going through 40 days of joy to end 2020 just because I think God wants us to have joy in life. The Bible says this about God, in your presence, when I'm in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And so we've been talking about how God um, helps us when we are with him and in him. We've been talking about how joy is an internal part of our lives. And it can go with us wherever we want. And today we want to talk about how to look to the future with joy. Now, we've talked about how to look to the present. We've talked about how to find joy in others and find joy in even how God made us. Last week, we looked at the joy that Jesus can bring into our lives. But we're facing a new year. And how can we then carry that joy, keep it, hold on to it uh, through 2021? How do I do that? How can I do that? And if I can look to tomorrow with joy, I think I'm in, in, in pretty good shape. So how do I do it? How do I look to the future with joy? And I think this stuff is important because all of us, all of us have to look ahead. First of all, understand this. God's got the future. God's got your future, and he'll be with you in it. God has my future. He has my future. He has the future, and he will walk with me every step of the way. I was thinking about this, and what, what's so weird uh, is this thing called time. And, and when you pause to think about it for a moment, I don't get it. I mean, I don't really understand time. You know, tomorrow is a concept. It, it, it doesn't exist, really. Isn't that weird? Tomorrow doesn't exist. It's only just kind of a concept thing. You know, it blows my mind all up. I mean, I have, I have Google Calendar and all that. I even have stuff filled in for tomorrow, what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, stuff I'm planning to do, you know, chores I'm planning on postponing. You know, I have those all ready written down. Tomorrow exists in my head, but that's it. It's not, it's not really real apart from an idea. The future isn't real for me, but it is to God. Here we go. God is going to declare his uniqueness. And listen to what the Bible says about this. God says this, I am God, there is no other. 
He's God. There's no one else. I am God. There is no one like me. And then he says this, and, and, and work this in with the time thing. I declare the end from the beginning. In ancient times, from what is still to come. So what is only a calendar to me, God has declared it. What's only an idea to me, God already sees it, knows it, has seen it, has watched it all work out, has watched it all happen. He sees the end from the beginning. He says this, I say, my purpose will stand and all my good pleasure I will accomplish. So God's got the future. I mean, I mean, I don't get it. I can't comprehend it. But that's okay. I have trouble with my iPhone. But the future is already here for him. Now let that settle in your brain just for a second. You know, where does that leave me? And this one's so cool. This passage is so cool. And let the word speak to you. God who made you in the first place. The one who got you started says, don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name, you're mine. I love that. I'm not to be afraid. I I belong to him. But now it's going to look to your 2021. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you'll not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God, the holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price for you. I'd sell off the whole world to get you back. Trade the creation just for you. So don't be afraid. I'm with you. I was thinking about 2021, and you know, we, we kind of make jokes about how we're going to be ending this year and how well, 2021, you know, is going to be a whole lot better. I just can't wait till I can, you know, make 2020 a, a, a memory. It's got to be, next year's got to be better than this one. But you know what? You know what's crazy? It may not be. 2021 may have its own set of problems. I heard that there's a new strain of the virus in the United Kingdom. A new strain. It's like, haven't we had enough? But the United Kingdom, there's a new strain there. I mean, it's bad enough from the U.K. that they drive on the wrong side of the road, and they say football when they really mean soccer. But now a new strain is coming from there. And so do we have to go through this all over again? And if it's not coronavirus, if it's not all the fires, if it's not the weather, there's just the normal stuff of, of your life and of everyday life. I mean, someone's going to get a cold, the car's going to get hit, your stove catches on fire, your dryer goes out, you need new tires, I need new power tools. Did I just say that? (laughs) Hey, Barbie 2021 may be worse than Barbie 2020. It could be. But I think the issue is not what does 2021 bring, but who's walking with you and me through 2021? Can we trust that God is walking with us who will Give up everything, his son, for us. God's got this in control. I mean, I, I, can, I can have that sense of joy, almost anticipation. God's got this. He said that. I've got this. And I've got you. Now, not only does God have this, I think the second thing is, is I've got this. God will tell us in the Bible, look, 
you've got this too. Um, in Scripture, there's a guy in the New Testament, there is a guy named Paul, that's a good name, uh, and he was being used by God to tell people about Jesus. He was one of those people that, that, that God said, hey, you, know, you need to go out and tell people all about Jesus. And he would go from city to city and country to country, and, and, and here's what's on his Google calendar for his next year. It says this, the Holy Spirit warns me in every city, in every city that imprisonment and suffering are waiting for me. Wow. How would you like that for your fortune cookie prediction? Every city, every city you go to. So here's what his schedule is. Okay, January, I booked a trip to Stockton. And after a couple of weeks of suffering, I'll go to Fresno and be put in jail. Oh, February, that has me in Bakersfield. And after getting beat up and mugged, I'll be in their jail for a while. But actually, the food there is pretty good. You know, I've been there before. I mean, this is what Paul is saying, that God has told him what life is going to be like. But it doesn't bother him. It doesn't bother him at all. How come? Because he says this, I can do all things through Christ, through him who gives me the strength. I can go through this. In a sense, what he's saying is, look, the future, bring it on. I've got God walking with me, and I can do all things through Christ who's going to give me the strength for it. So let's see what, what happens here. Actually, He's very aware that he's part of God's plan and his work. And so God tells us this. He says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I'll help you. I'll hold you up with my victorious right hand. Now, now when you look at this, this verse in the Bible... I just want you to take a second and, 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 and keep your eye on it. There's two that are involved in, in this verse. Um, two people that have things to do. There, there's God and there's me. Okay? And, and God's part is to what? What does that verse say? God's part says, God's part is to what? Is to be with me. God's part is to be my God. God's part is to strengthen me. God's part is to help me. And God's part is to hold me up. That's God's part. Okay? For my future life, that's God's part. And that's huge. My part is to what? What does it say? My part is to not be afraid. And my part is to not be discouraged. My future, my part, my role is pretty easy. And if God is going to be with me and be my God and strengthen me and help me and hold me up, all I have to do, in fact, Really, the simple thing for me to do is to not be afraid and not be discouraged. It's up to me to not freak out. It's up to me to not get bummed out. Here's a verse, great verse again. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And God's part is to make each day. He's made each day. He's made the tomorrow, and he's going to make the day after that. And my part is to what? Is to rejoice in that, to find the joy in it. Several years ago, there was a popular song that was written. Um, the song was called Unwritten. And uh, it's got a good tune, and it's interesting words about talking about us, you, your life. And it's talking about how maybe you have kind of lived your life um, um, holding back. And the singer 
saying is, look, um, your future is like a blank page. You can write on it. It's unwritten. The future is unwritten for you. And, and a line goes like this. It says, today, today is where your book begins. The rest is still unwritten. I like that. That I have some say in this deal of life. I mean, isn't that cool? If it's unwritten, then I can face it. And I can face it with the attitude that I want to bring into it. And the attitude, if I have a God who's with me and a God who's going to uphold me with his righteous right hand, my attitude can be one of joy, can be one of wonder. God, what does, what does this day bring? We talked about the joy of how God made you. And we, and we talked about how there's no one else like you in this world to accomplish what only God made you to do. You know, you're his workmanship created to accomplish the works that God has for you. And that means that tomorrow, God has something for you to do. You don't know what it is, but when it comes, you'll know, you'll see, you'll feel it. You'll, you'll say, God, this is why I'm here for this day, for this person, for this reason. Each day, each moment, God is working, and there's a sense of joy. And you can do that tomorrow when you wake up, that this day, this day, somehow, some way. My life is designed for this day. And tomorrow your life is designed for that day. Each calendar day in 2021, today I can be joyful and have joy in that again. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I I tell you, understanding that God's got this and understanding that you've got this and then working it out and playing it out each day moves life from surviving to thriving. That God has in 2021 a plan and a purpose for you. That each day is a new day to live your life out for him and for others. I was thinking if this is the day the Lord has made, the next day is the Lord has made. And all next week is the week the Lord has made. And January is the month the Lord has made. And 2021 is the year the Lord has made. And I will, I will what? I will rejoice. I can rejoice. Be glad in it. And that's why the Bible would talk about this. It says, in these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. How can you be more than a conqueror? It's because you completely won. We've been talking about through the Christmas season how God beat this thing called death through sending his son Jesus and gives us new life and the fullness of joy that's there. And the angels all yelled about the joy that was coming through Christ. We have joy because we won through Jesus. We win this thing called life because of God. We are more than conquerors. And this life we live here now, it's for him. We win. We won yesterday. We win today. We won tomorrow. And we won next year. And from 10 years from now, guess what? We won that. So live your life out as if the score is 10 million to nothing. Today, we end 40 days of joy um, at least the series. I don't want joy to end in your life. I, I want us all to be able to take what God has done in our hearts and our lives and, and, and just carry it 
forward and carry it out to other people. Um, I want us to get it, the joy and especially the Jesus who gives us the fullness of joy. I understand life can be hugely overwhelming. It really can, taken as a whole. But let's take it apart, piece by piece. Joy is not what's going on on the outside. It comes from within. Joy comes from God in you, from Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Jesus inside your life. And when Jesus comes in, he says, I'm making all things new. And that means he can give joy to the joyless and new hope to the hopeless. And he can, he can do it for you. God loves you deeply. I mean, he really does. And has a plan and a purpose for your life. He made you exact for his calling today, this day. Only you can be the you that he wants and needs in this world to accomplish what he wants and needs. That gives me joy. And it gives you today for joy and tomorrow is an adventure of discovering what his will is and his plan is for you. The Bible says, in your presence, God, in your presence is fullness of joy. And so the question I guess I would, I would ask, are you in his presence? And you get in his presence by opening your heart to him, inviting him in, saying, come into my life. I want, act, I want you to have access to every part of me. I'm going to invite you to just as we close out this year, as we close out this series, I'm going to invite you, if you would, to just take a moment of meditation, a moment of prayer. And I'm going to invite you maybe to bow your head and, and close your eyes just to kind of get in a place of stillness. There is a God who sees the end from the beginning. He sees your life. He sees you. He sees your fears. He sees your anxieties. He knows that which you're afraid of. And he has said, fear not. He would say, in my presence, you'll have the joy of knowing that I'm going to walk with you through valleys, whether they be dark, whether they be long, whether they be deep. He'll walk with you through them. And he has a plan and a purpose for you and your life. God, I would pray, I would pray that as we go into 2021, we would not only face it courageously and strongly, but with joy, a sense of wonder, looking for the way that you are working, not only in us, but through us to touch others' lives. Father, if there are people here that are listening, watching, that have never invited Jesus to be a part of their life, they would do so now. They would say, Jesus, I need you. I need you to walk with me in life. I need you to forgive me for the times I've walked away from you. Come into my heart. Come into my life. God, thank you. Thank you that this is the day you made. We can have joy and rejoice in it. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.